0: you guys wanted local commitments well you got one boston college goes in their own backyard to land their latest commitment we'll get into why this exciting new recruit might be someone you haven't heard of but you're gonna want to know more about you are locked on boston college your daily podcast on the boston college eagles part of the locked on podcast network your team every day This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. On Wednesday, Boston College landed their latest commitment, Holden Simmons, a tight end from Governor's Academy in Massachusetts. He's originally from the great city of Melrose, Massachusetts, and... He is the eighth commitment in the class of 2023 and probably the lowest ranked commitment Boston College has landed to date. And, you know, I think a lot of folks are just hoping for big names every time you hear you you see the commitments rolling in. But you know what? I think Holden Simmons is going to fill a a bunch of needs. I'll tell you a little bit more about this kid and I'll tell you why I'm excited He's coming to Boston College. So he's a 6'6 tight end slash defensive end. Um at 6'6, he's definitely playing tight end. He's listed as an athlete right now, even Boston College on their um gr- the graphic that they had they gave him for his commitment. It says athlete, but I mean, I, just given his size, he looks like a tight end. And, you know, he's got an interesting background that makes him kind of unique. Uh, For this upcoming class. He hasn't played a lot of football. He played up until 8th grade. Then took off time to play basketball at Governor's Academy, which is what he wanted to focus on. But then realized his real love of football, and uh, you know went after getting some offers on the recruiting trail. Now, you if many of you were looking him up, you were saying, "Oh, there's nothing on him online." He didn't have a, a huge offer list uh, for, up for a while. You know, some of, there was not a lot of articles written on him. But Holden Simmons actually has um, really blown up of late. And it's just started with the smaller stuff. But I I think that if he had more time, he probably would have blown up even more. Uh, you know, he had offers from Buffalo and Old Dominion, UMass, and then Boston College offered, and that's when he popped. Um, I talked to him, and you can get that interview for premium members up on bcbulletin.com. You know, we have all that great – I have all that great details 24-7 for you guys up on the site. Uh, well, Holden is the younger brother of Jay Simmons, who is a fullback for Stanford. So football runs in his family. And if you like football bl- bloodlines, and we've seen a bunch of this with Ozzy Trapillo and Drew Kendall and Steve Lubisher. I mean, you could go on and on. The, the names are, are limitless with the guys that have gone through it. You know, Simmons has all that. So there's lineage. There's a lot of uh, excitement. And, and then you ask yourself, why was his recruiting starting to pick up? Well, first of all, as I said before, he hasn't been playing football, so you know, going into the football transfer uh, recruiting world, having a little football experience sometimes makes you a real diamond in the rough. But he has really strong athletic ability. You could see in his basketball highlights, he's dunking, he's getting up, he's got wicked good hop. Wick, there goes my Boston accent. Very good boss. Very good hops, uh, jumping up to to make some dunks. And so he's 6'6", 240 pounds with athletic ability. you got to like that. I mean, that is exactly what you want for a tight end. And Jeff Halfley has said over and over and over again, I feel like he's, he mentions it constantly, that he wants to get athleticism and speed on this roster. You know, he gets a guy now that can go up and grab the ball. And, and obviously I haven't been able to see You know, what his hands look like. How's his route running? He's going to be raw. I mean, that's fair to say he's going to be raw. But, you you know, we'll talk a little bit in the future about, like, what the depth chart looks like. But I think you got a guy that's exciting. And if you're going to take a flyer, if you're going to go out there and get a kid that has good upside but maybe needs a little tuning, getting a guy like Holden Simmons is the perfect hit for B.C., is it going to light up the recruiting boards? Is it going to make BC, uh, you know, recruiting class jump up the boards? Absolutely not. But every team has guys like uh, Holden Simmons. They get these guys from their backyard. They get these guys that they watch the tape or talk to the kid, and they immediately decide this is the guy that's right for us. I mean, BC just offered Holden like uh, a week and a half ago, and they he already jumped on it. But BC has to accept the offer too, right? Like they offer kids and say, "Well, we got to kind of wait, let the process play out before we decide to accept you." Holden Simmons was not someone that they were going to wait on. They went out there and they accepted his commitment. He's here with Boston College, and I think he's a good, solid get. Um, I wouldn't worry about him going anywhere else. I mean, could at school like Michigan or Penn State or. You know some of the other, you know, local schools, Big Ten schools, go in and say, "Hey, this is a good looking tight end. Maybe we should offer him." It's always a possibility, but I, I get the feeling that he's un, he's under the radar enough that I don't think these bigger schools are going to get them because Michigan's not going to get a chance to see him. He's not going to go to cam- unless he goes to camps at Michigan, which I would imagine would would get B- BC not too happy. Um, I, I think he's going to stick with Boston College. So, I think this is one of those commitments that's going to be locked in. You know, they've got other kids out there. I'm sure if they find another tight end that they want to go after. They're probably going to make that offer as well, um, and, and try to bring in maybe another one that kind of fits their mold that they're looking for. But they've got a they've got a lot of good tight ends already on this roster. And in our second segment, I'm going to go over the future of the tight end position. Now, if Chris Davis, one of our loyal listeners, is listening to this, he knows this is my favorite topic to talk about. It's that tight end position. I know it's all the double entendres and jokes, haha. But I do enjoy talking about this, and we'll get into what Simmons means to Boston College. Uh, At that position And then in our final segment Our third segment I'm going to look at recruiting And talk about where Boston College goes from here With some news and updates You're not going to want to miss Now BetOnline is the number one source For all your betting stats and sports info Find all of the latest sports development news and odds Including this year's basketball championship matchup The NHL Hockey Conference Finals Major League Baseball And of course all the latest fighting news From MMA and UFC to boxing They've also got some great individual odds. I was just looking at two quick things. I noticed that they have odds for Phil Dracovic to win the Heisman. If you put down $20 on BetOnline, $25, excuse me, you could win over a grand just based off where the odds are. Now, I'm looking at that going, hmm, I might take some action on that. And if you're interested, you can look at all the latest odds on BetOnline.com. So, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live sports, e-sports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Make sure to head on over to BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. We are getting into the newest recruit, Holden Simmons, but before we do that, I have an important favor to ask you. We've been putting together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. So, Holden Simmons, he's an athlete. But I'm going to go ahead and project him as a tight end. 6'6", 240 pounds. He's put on some weight, too, from what I talked to him about. So he's getting himself bulked up to be a good-sized tight end. And one of those um, si- you know, sizable tight ends with good athleticism, I think, that will really shine with Boston College. Now, the depth chart for BC's tight end position, which is, of course, my favorite thing to talk about on this show, is... Um, Again, if you want to get into some of our personal jokes, I don't like to joke because some of you may have never listened to this. But it's a, it's a it's a running gag on this show that I talk about tight ends all the time. And it's not going to help me that this whole episode is dedicated to the tight end. But BC in the last couple of years has added quite a few tight ends to kind of solidify their position. You know, for last year it was Trey Berry um, who was a transfer. This year it is George Takis from Notre Dame. Another transfer, but I think that kind of um reliance on the tight end position in the transfer portal should go away after this year because BC's got some really strong talent coming up the pipeline. When you're looking at what the Eagles have, you can look at some of the 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 um veterans that are still on the roster. You got guys like Charlie Gordnier who's still gonna be around and Spencer Witter who should be having another year with BC, but you look past them Uh, You know, those guys have, you know, been around. They've done a lot of work for the team. I'm I'm sure Gordon is going to get a chance at some point. Spencer Witter has always been a good like third tight end. But in terms of top end, I look at the class of 2022 and there's two names that pop up that I think are going to probably see the field sooner rather than later because they give Boston College's passing offense another dimension that they really do need and that is Jeremiah Franklin and Matt Reagan. Now Matt Reagan if you don't if you haven't paid attention is a kid from Lawrence Academy. He's also 6'6" 6'7" enormous. One of the best recruits out of the state of Massachusetts. He was a borderline four-star tight end in um from that that school. You know, Lawrence Academy is a big time Boston College Pipeline, it's, I loved seeing the Eagles get back into that. You know, they had Paul Zukakis, A.J. Dillon, the, um, Joey Lucchetti. They've had a whole bunch of kids, Finn Durstine, all come from Lawrence Academy. And it's been a little couple years where it's been kind of quiet, but they got back into it uh, with Matt Reagan. So Reagan is coming in, and uh, he's going to be a summer enrollee, so he's going to take a little bit of time. But Jeremiah Franklin, their other tight end— I think is going to be the the name that could possibly sneak his way onto the depth chart this year. Uh, you know, he might, you know, he early enrolled. He played in the spring. He, did, he actually sat out the spring game. He didn't play that one. But uh, he could be ready to go as soon as the summer. I mean, the summer to play. And, you know, Boston College, they have, they have what I ex- expect to be. Their jet depth chart set for 2022, but anything can happen, right? Injuries happen, guys, you know, knock each other out during uh, off the depth chart during practices. But I imagine it's going to be Takis as their receiving tight end, and, and Joey Lucchetti and Spencer Whitner kind of balancing that second tight end role. But could a guy like Jeremiah Franklin jump in if he has the, you know, pass catching acumen that Boston College wants to get around Phil Drakovic for this final season? Absolutely. But he's got a lot to learn. I mean, he's got a new offense to jump in, the college speed of the game. But I think when you look at where BC's tight end position is for 2023, you should be relatively set. Now, looking at the uh, BC's website, it's always difficult to, to know who has still has availability because of COVID rules and how Jeff Halfley kind of looks at where the guy's role is going to be moving forward. But Lucchetti should have an extra year. He, he, he strikes me as a guy who could stick around or a guy that ends up in the transfer portal. I mean, it just could happen. Just, you know, roster management stuff. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Uh, you also will have um, Spencer Witter back. Most of your tight ends are going to be back other than Takis. And you obviously need pass catchers. And I think that Lucchetti does a fine job. Takis should be okay. Next year, you have the younger kids coming in. But you also, you do need the prototypical blocking tight end as well you need guys that can go out there and act almost like a second or sorry a, a extra offensive lineman and you know it's not just a steve Adazio offense that needs that kind of role any any offense especially a pro style offense of what like what jack mcnulty's trying to do here at bc so I think one name to watch for to kind of grow into it, especially in 2023, is Hans Lillis. Hans Lillis is a prototypical, like, blocking tight end. He's not one that's going to be a huge pass catcher. Um, and I think he's, you know, 6'3", 250. He's perfect like for that size. And, you know, he'll be that that, you know, he could either be a fullback or, or or line up in the typical tight end position. You got you get that role there too. So BC's doing a nice job of filling that out. And 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 I see more and more of the guys that they're going after at the tight end position are more of the pass catchers, but I think that's where they're gonna be at with this. And it'll be interesting to see what Simmons does. I I just see him as being another pass catcher and you know the future of the tight end position. You get you get the Rob Gronkowski's, Travis Kelseys, um, George Kittles. I mean, you you name it. The the new tight ends in the NFL they need, they do need to block obviously. That's an important part of their role. But they're asked a lot more than you than in the past to be those like dynamic, almost like hybrid wide wide receiver tight ends that are difficult for linebackers to cover, but too big for a safety to cover. And I think you get that now with Simmons and, and you get that with Reagan and, and Franklin on this roster. So another good depth piece for um, for Jeff Halfley. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to look at where Boston College goes now. What now that they have their eighth commitment, who are some names to watch for moving forward and what could be happening next in a very busy month of June? This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. So we're, we're talking recruiting, and if you like recruiting, I want to make sure that you follow our YouTube page. Because over the summer, if there's a day that happens where I don't have a live episode and some recruiting news happens and I want to talk about it, I'm going to throw a quick 5-10 minute video up on YouTube that kind of talks about the situation, what happened, so you get that news right away. So, if you have not done so already, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube page. We will be doing that uh, probably starting in the next week or so, really updating some uh, YouTube exclusives. So, look up Locked On BC wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube and subscribe to both. Now, we're in the month of June. The month of June is going to be absolutely enormous for Boston College as new uh, recruits that have announced their uh, official visit dates, and many of them are including Boston College. Uh, and they're coming out more and more every day. So, uh, over on um, on Thursday, excuse me, BC had Frederick Williams, who is from California, and he uh, plays for Sarah High School in California. He's a three-star defensive end, tight end, kind of the same role as what we were just talking about with Holden Simmons. He just announced he's going to be coming in the next week on June 10th to visit Boston College, and he's going to be visiting with. His teammate Roderick Pleasant, Roderick Pleasant is that cornerback that is breaking all sorts of records, uh, in the track and fields um, arena out in California. He broke a state record on one of the track records, uh, track events this this last this past month. Uh, he's going to be visiting on the tenth as well. So immediately, you got two kids from California, both of them pretty interesting, that are going to be heading to Boston College on the tenth. You also have uh, some recruited players that are already on campus, including Eric Stogarty, the t- defensive tight uh, defensive end, excuse me, that was here earlier. You also have a couple of t- uh, offensive linemen that are coming, including Michael Krauts of uh, De- Dematha Catholic in Maryland, and um, Backlenko, Luke Backlenko, uh, who's also visiting, and he's from California as well. So you got some interesting names coming up and I'm only gonna give you the the June 10th names so you know who's coming. Uh, there's also Zachary Toby who's a defensive end, a defensive back excuse me, and uh, Khalil Ali. So the big question is, visits always usually lead, almost always usually lead to a commitment and especially kind of falls into where they are in their officials because a lot of kids that are taking five official visits, May wait to go through them all before they make their decision. And these early ones, you, I, I'm a little skeptical that there's gonna be a decision made because they, many of them have other, op, uh, you know, visits going on. Like Khalil Lee, he's gonna be visiting Louisville, West Virginia. He's got a whole he's got a whole um, schedule set up. So the big question you're gonna all want to know is like, who's gonna be the next guy to to, to pop? Now, two quick things. It could be one of these official visitors and that and I'll give you who I think if it's going to be an official visitor, my guess of who it might be. But it could also be there's camps going on 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 campus, too, and they've got a ton of kids and many of them aren't making it public. They show up. We'll hear about it after. Many of them don't have B.C. offers. They're just trying to get coaches' attentions. You may get a kid from camp that commits first, a kid that goes in and Jeff Haffey's like, holy moly, I got to get to this kid quick. Before, you know, a whole bunch of other schools catch him, kind of like what they did. I I keep mentioning Clive Owen, not Clive Owen, Clive Wilson, Clive Owen's an actor, Clive Wilson last year who did the same thing. Right. So they could be a camp guy. And that's hard to gauge because many there's, you know, there could be up to 100 kids at a camp. So I'm not going to guess on that. What I will say in the official visits on my on my list. So I gave you some of the names that I think will be coming on uh, that I know are confirmed to come on campus. Roderick Pleasant, he won't be committing shortly after. He could come to Boston College. I've said he has a good chance of it, but will he commit like after he leaves campus? No. He's got, you know, he's got off uh, visits to um, Washington and Stanford. He's He's got a few things that are going on. He won't do it. Uh, Zachary Tobey could. He's a kid that doesn't have a ton of huge offers. Um, and I, I like, he's from Florida. I like his potential. He could be a guy that you could watch for. Khalil Ali, I don't think he'll commit right away. I, I don't even think BC's gonna. I don't think he's gonna come to BC. I think he's a Louis. He's Louisville bound. Um, but it's great that they have him coming to campus. He's a four-star safety, um, and he's been on campus for a bunch of different times. So BC's not out of the running. I just think that there's are the schools that are in better shape. So he won't be the next to commit. Shelton Lewis, a cornerback. He's a, he and Zachary Toby are my two favorites right now to 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 commit sooner than uh, rather than later. He is from. Stockbridge, Georgia. Um, I I like BC's chances here. I think either he or Toby could be someone that you could fall, you could see. And obviously, um, Doggerty has already been on campus, and uh, the two offensive linemen, Krauts and Backlenko. I think Krauts could commit. He's prob- so. If I would have put it in order, right? So Shelton Lewis, the defensive back from Stockbridge, Georgia. He would be up there along with Zachary Toby from Florida. Those are my top two. Put Krauts below him. Put back, uh, put blo- Luke but below them, and then the other ones are, are a crapshoot at this point. So that's my guesses. If there's going to be a commitment this weekend, it's going to be the defensive backs. That's where I kind of stand. Or it could be a camp kid. Now, if you want to get all these news, you need to get, you got to get in with our BC Bulletin site. I have news breaking all the time. I have inside info. I have an interview with Holden Simmons up right now that you're not going to want to miss. So you're going to want to make sure that you become a subscriber. Support our work. It's only a cup of coffee a month, um, and you get access to our Discord channel and our premium boards, which are going to start to blow up over the next couple weeks. Thank you all for listening. My name is AJ Black. We'll be back again on Monday where I'll be joined by Mitch Mitch Wolf, and we're going to break down – New AD's Blake James and talk a little bit about some more of our concerns and kind of give you more of a rational, you know, bigger picture of what this means and where BC might have made a mistake or where they could be uh, onto something. We'll get into all of that and more on Monday's show. Take care and have a great weekend, everyone.